listening to the Darius Daniels Podcast. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome to season three of the Darius Daniels Podcast, conversations for your transformation. I'm so excited about season three. We came back bigger. We're coming back better. Got my amazing co-hosts. We didn't get canceled last season. The card and chastity with me. And we decided as we do each season to make some tweaks and adjustments that we believe I'm going to take this podcast to the next level. So this year, we've got more content, less guests. I'm going to be talking a little bit more about things that I'm passionate about, that you're passionate about. And we're going to interweave some amazing guests that we believe are going to add some value. Also, man, I cannot wait to see the impact of this season. I want you to buckle up, get ready for episode one, season three of the Darius Daniels podcast. What's up, everybody? I want to welcome you to episode one of season three of the Darius Daniels podcast. I got Descartes and Chastity with me. Listen, we've had a long break since season two. This is where we both laughing because before I did this introduction, Descartes just told me I smell good. <laughs> yes, we did. I didn't know how to take that. Oh my God. No, tell the people what you <laughs> tell said, the yeah, people I, what you asked I me. Asked, I said, do you have on bun number nine? <laughs> I wanted to know if that was the cologne. Do you have on cologne? Yes, I have on cologne. And then you went bury leeches on me. No. Actually, I was kind of thrown off because I've never heard of hey. But he he People, did say know. to to his point he did say I don't know funny yeah, I don't know funny stuff in that man I you know kind of put it on you know uh. <laughs> <laughs> you just giving a compliment you know and I think that's good Dakari because we don't hear enough of that in in the male community I think like, we're all men, right I think we're good men giving each other compliments. I mean, you know, you're not going to walk don't up to You don't want to overdo it, but it's like, it's, we can normalize yeah, what's it. what's up, bro? You know what I'm saying? Smelling good today. <laughs> you don't want to say it like <laughs> that. How do you tell a guy, I like your cologne? Hey, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got <laughs> like, how do you, how you do it? You got to be very, I think there is a right way to say it. I think it's just like, you know, whatever works for your I personality. Wound, but, you know, somebody else, you know, see what happened. I told my Well, you know, yeah, it's kind of weird. I felt seems, weird. It's, really? It's, felt, if you'd have been like, yeah, I like your, I don't know, necklace or bracelet. Yo, the bracelet is nice. Like, it was just like a, a random, are you wearing bun? <laughs> I mean, I like that. I want to know where you got it from. I've been looking for some of it. Okay. <laughs> That's right. That's I better. Like I mean, I'm with That's better than you smell good. You know, I, I did see you That would have been good. a little. You know what? Let's just leave it alone. I was, you know, Let's just I start the episode. Let's uh, I won't even, even talk about your cologne. No, well, don't give me no more this, compliments. It's been what? It's been three months since season two. So yes, it has. Uh, it's good to see y'all again. Good uh, to be back on the air. Did y'all miss it? I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, you say something else. No, yeah. I, I was thinking. Can I get my point out? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I, was <laughs> I was trying to get my point out. But yeah, I I missed it because this I see this as like an outlet. I think we all do so much. And so to come here and to have conversations with you guys, um, it's really cool. So yeah, I missed it. So what did you what did y'all do during the break? Oof. <laughs> uh, What's that wolf mean? 
Well, no, I, I thought you was gonna go first because you know I, I kind of saw what you were doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody saw what you were doing. You had a good break. What does that mean? It means you made yeah. sure we all. It's probably saw. on the archives and Instagram, so you can always reshare them. You know, I went on vacation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I had a really great time. Awesome. Tell us more. Um, it was really fun. I've always wanted to go. I went to Turks and Caicos. Well, when we went there, they said it's Turks and Caicos. Um, so I had a really great time. I done some things that I've never done before. Um, like parasailing. That was my first time doing that. Uh, yeah. I've been on a jet ski before. Um, but I did jet skis and I went on an ATV, but I, I had a little accident, um, mm. on the ATV and I got hurt really bad. So let me tell you the story. We go on this dirt road, right? So there's like this tour guide that's leading you on the road or whatever. And you're driving alongside of the beach. So I don't know what happened because I vaguely remember it because I really had an accident. I don't know if I was trying to like swerve and not hit a rock or if I hit the rock. It was either one of those. Either way, I don't know if you've ever like rode an ATV. Have you guys ever rode an ATV? No. No, I, I, I wasn't a driver. I was younger. I was. I was younger. Yeah. Okay, so like the handlebars are kind of stiff, so it's like when you turn it, it doesn't just like turn like a steering wheel to a car. So um, I think I, and it was a stick shift. So I was trying to grab the brake and turn at the same time, and I missed grabbing the brake. And when I turned, like it just went into the bushes, and I fell off of it, and then it fell on me. What? Yeah, and it's like it was like gas leaking on me and everything. Why are you smiling? I'm, I feel so bad that I'm smiling. <laughs> No, yo, let's, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's, this is the, I'm sorry, that's wrong. But it's, I'm sorry. You know no, no, I'm so glad you're okay. But no, <laughs> it's the way my brain works. There are images <laughs> with words yeah. for me. So it's like I don't there, there are certain things. It's like you said that I saw you go into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're laughing at me so, going no, into the bushes. No, I, I, I I'm laughing at me. I'm like, I can't believe I'm sitting here visualizing this, but I'm seeing I'm seeing you run into the bushes. Yeah, it was so it happened so fast. <laughs> so <laughs> I wonder, it's that, funny now, but it wasn't funny in the moment. So how did the, the how did the ATV stand up? Like were you looking know. at it coming down on you? Was it in slow no, motion? No, I just or? felt it. I literally just felt it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then the gas was pouring on me, so I was like, "Oh, I gotta get out of here because the only thing I'm thinking like, Fire. yeah." So I was like stuck, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta go!" And I ran up to the other side of the road, and then nobody was there because of how we were driving. Like the tour guide would look back every now and then, and I guess by the time he looked back and he saw that uh, there was not well, however many it was of us, he didn't see. He was missing one, so he was the first one that came back, and then the other two. Um, Came back like a biblical story. The one that <laughs> the one they had to come back again. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny now. But in that moment, it was not funny because I was like, I was really, really. Hurt. I want to go on record. I'm not laughing okay. about her accident, and I hope y'all aren't laughing either. I was so, laughing at the way I'm, I'm okay, visualizing guys. her going into these bushes. But you know what's what's the really crazy thing is because once I realized like, oh, okay, I'm okay. Because I really didn't feel the pain until the next day. I got right back on the ATV and kept going. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not adventurous like that. Um, You're not? Um, no. Uh-uh. Not Mariah, at all. Are you adventurous? Have you ever done anything? I, I am, but I do want to ask you this. What? <laughs> So when did you take all these pictures? Was it before the accident or after the accident? <laughs> what pictures are you talking about? I mean, about? you were posting every day. I would have known you were in an accident. 
I'm trying to figure out did you cover the scars or what? I mean, no. Scars? So most of those photos <laughs> that I took, it was before. It was before it because we went oh. on the ATVs like the day before we. Left. Oh, okay. So yeah. But yeah, I am. You posted. Did though. you like my photos? I did. I double okay. tap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just trying to see if you were being a friend. Yep. Tap tap. Nah, my past three months though it was it was um. I mean, I didn't do. I mean, I didn't do anything like vacations, anything like that. It was just a lot of, I think the end of the year and the beginning of the year is just like a really hectic time for mm-hmm. me. So um, some of the people who, who follow us know I did, I launched something in late fall called EDS, which is like an online self-education. I think self-education is kind of the wave of the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I launched this online platform called EDS, which stands for Everyday Seminary. So that it was crazy. We had over 3,000 people that were part of oh, that. Oh, wow. And uh, but that was a a lot comes with that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was that and just several things that just kind of happened at the end of the year and the beginning of the year. So I'm I'm super regimented and strategic and disciplined and normally. But I just felt like, I don't know, it was just kind of the perfect storm of a lot of it was great things that were happening. But it just really, um, I think, created more demand on my mind, like mental real estate, time, et cetera. So I don't know. I just feel like recently, the past few weeks or so, I just been trying to recalibrate and get a new order and a new rhythm. Yeah. And uh, I think we're gonna talk a little bit about that in our conversation today. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the other side of what we would call success. Yeah. That people really don't talk about that you need to be prepared for because watch this. Part of being successful is managing success well. Like, Absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Because. This is what's hard. Like success is hard. Mm-hmm. That's why most people say, so many people that are successful, they're successful at a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's hard to be successful at being successful. Absolutely. That's whatever good. that means. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> you know oh, this I mean? is getting ready yeah. to be good. So I'm excited. I, and I'm excited about it too. I thought, yo, let's, let's get ready to jump into that conversation. You know, our listeners asked that uh, we talk more during this season. So like we said earlier, we got fewer guests and uh, I'm the guest on this episode today. We're going to have this conversation about the scars from success that's coming up next on the Dare Stands podcast. Man, I'm super excited to have this conversation, man, surrounding this subject of success, actually the scars from success. And I think a great place to start is for me to at least give my definition of of success, which first of all, I want to say, I think success is appropriate. Yes. (laughs) I think the opposite of success is failure. And I would say that failure doesn't describe God's desire for anybody's life. All right. So, so this is what I'm, when I say success though, this is what I mean. I mean, maximizing your potential in the area of your character and your competence. Mm. To me, that's success. Okay. Maximizing your potential in, in the areas of your character. That's who you become. I think that's super important, but also your competence. That's what you do. The value that you bring to the world. And I think Doing both of those things well, that's success. Issue is, when you do it well, it's going to create some scars. I think that's the part that's not often talked about. 
Yeah. I, I think a lot of us, and, and, it's, and I'm glad we're talking about this today. Let me tell you, so I went out maybe about two weeks ago, uh, had on my mask, uh, two, two masks. <laughs> Uh, you have like the um the shield over. I, I'm not doing the shield. Matter of fact, somebody wants me to do something with them next week, and I was like, "Are you open to wearing the shield?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> we, we gotta do, I'm I don't look like Iron Man. Yeah, I'm like I'm not coming. Right? You look like Tony like, Stark. <laughs> got, got me over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then they wear the mask under it too. Yeah, like it's it's weird, but but anyway, I'm out with I'm out with some high school friends. And we're sitting down and they, and they said to me, they say, um, you know what? We always wonder how you got to Morehouse. I said, we remember how we all ran together in the same, same vein, but we didn't get into the school. And one of them said, I was jealous of you. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. When you talk about scars, I'm sitting here thinking, but did they not know I was actually rejected? Yeah. I was just persistent and getting in. Yeah. Have you had moments Right. In your own personal life where you can say, all right, I have scars that people don't know about. But when they see this success, they say it was easy for them. <laughs> so the answer to that is yes. I, th I think the question is, how many of these scars we want to talk about? All of them. All of them. All of them. We got yeah. time today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think that, I think that's the issue. So, yeah, I think your example would be, it's the first example to come to mind with me. I think um, this isn't this isn't going to be everybody's story. Everybody isn't going to have the same scars. Everybody's going to have to have some scars, though. Yes. Right. It's this. So. I think that the first example. Is like relational scars. So that will be things that people. Probably wouldn't know. I don't know if a lot of people talk about that. Right. So this is what I mean. I feel like the price of growth. Is being misunderstood. Okay. Yeah, unpack that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the price of growth. So relationally, when you grow mm -hmm. and things in your life have to change because of the person you become or the demand that's on your life now, mm. very often people can misinterpret that. Yeah, that's as good. As you feeling differently mm -hmm. about yourself or mm -hmm. differently about them. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Where it's almost like, oh, you think you're this now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why you don't do these things yeah. with me right. anymore. And it's like, no, I just grew, you yeah. know? Yeah. Maybe I grew as a person. Maybe I grew in influence. Maybe I grew in responsibility. And as a result of that, I don't have as much discretionary time. Mm -hmm. And it means that I can't do some of the things that I used to do. So I dealt with that I've, I have dealt with that relationally in friendships where there was a way I was able to manage a friendship, like some friendships in mm -hmm. a previous season where I was able to attend certain events, where I was able to um, participate in certain activities when things just got different. Like when I grew as a person and I didn't have that same interest or when my responsibility grew and I didn't have that same time. Yes. I've... um. I'm not going to say I've lost relationships completely, but I have lost certain types of relationships, um, meaning there still might be a relationship there. It's just not what it used to be because I feel like some people are determined to misinterpret yeah. your growth. Yeah. And I think sometimes people just don't understand. It's yeah. like they can't they don't understand because of their limited 
perspective on what it takes to get to where you're going. And so some people will see that is it's like, oh, you you acting different now. Like, you know, culture, yeah. you're acting different now. And it's like, no, I'm just growing. That's and, all. <laughs> and it's crazy because the truth is, I really believe this. I think that a lot of times we don't even know what's happening. Mm. Like, you, you know where you want to go, but you don't actually see the change or the transformation happening. They see it often before you. And now it, when it, I guess when it's reflected on you, it's like, am I? And so you start questioning if your growth is real, if, if this success you're desiring or you're, you're going after, if it makes sense for your announced, your, your present, you know, your present day. Like, I'm just wondering, like, where's this, this, where's this bottom line, I guess, where it's okay for me to thrive without the pressure of, of friendships and relationships falling. So I think it's okay to desire that. Yeah. But you know, with, with us really centering this conversation around the scars of success, I, I really think it's important to talk about, okay, what's the ideal and what's the real? Mm -hmm. yeah. So the ideal is everybody in my friendship circle mm -hmm. and my family circle is happy for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody in my friendship circle and family circle is rooting for me. Mm -hmm. Everybody in my friendship circle and family circle is supporting me. Yeah. And everybody in my friendship circle and family circle is understanding of me. Mm -hmm. That's ideal. That's not real. I don't even think the Bible paints a picture of that. Jesus who does everything perfectly is misunderstood. Yeah. His confidence is misinterpreted as, as arrogance. arrogance yeah. uh, and so that's, that's ideal. Here's the real. The real is sometimes your growth is somebody else's trigger. Mm -hmm. mm. Yes. You know, yes, I mean, just yes, come on. Yes. Let's just, there are people like we might have went to high school with or college yeah. with or whatever. And the trajectory of one life goes in one direction. The trajectory of one life goes another. And, you know, sometimes people are like, man, how's this? How's this yeah. possible for you? You're like your friend saying, how'd you get in the morning? Yeah. Like, and so I feel like um, ideally, yes, we would want that to happen. Realistically, no. So I think what's important, and that's a scar. If you love people, you misunderstood, or if you feel like you're attacked or insulted by people you love, that's a scar. A wound. That's like, a wound. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's going to hurt. Yeah. And then sometimes, no matter how much you explain or, or attempt to be accommodating or whatever, Sometimes they can't get it. I, I think there are certain things some people just can't understand. So mm -hmm. that's ideal. I just don't think it's real. Realistically, if, you know, if somebody's experiencing that kind of support from everybody in their friendship and family circle, that's an anomaly. Yeah. So you need to be grateful for that. That's not going to be everybody's reality. Um, that rejection is going to create a scar. And you've got to learn how to manage that tension yeah. and navigate those potential, um, those potential landmines. Cause here it is in life. You got to choose your heart. Yeah. Life is hard. You have to choose your heart. Mm -hmm. And so I, I can choose the heart of growth. Or I can, which may strain, I'm going to say expose some relationships. Yeah. I don't think it's, it, which exposes some relationships or, or I can choose the heart of stagnation. Mm. And uh, I think when God's giving you, a dream when God's giving you potential and capability. You got an obligation to try to maximize that. Wow. Especially when it comes to um, your purpose, right? Because when we talk about success, you identify with, with your pur purposes yes. and what you're trying to do. And I think so. And I don't know why we 
we're here relationally. Um, but it just goes back to saying it's like people can be on the same level as you in the same playing field. And it's like, yeah, I want you to do good. I just don't want you to do better than me. Yeah. And it's like, but I thought we was. Yeah. Nah, we in the same building. We just got different views. That's what it is. And is that a rap lyric? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you made me think of it. Actually, you said right. It made me think. It made me think about Jay Z's lyrics when Jay Z said, um, "He said people say, man, I've man, you've changed.'" And Jay came back and said, "But did I work this hard to, to stay, stay the, the same?" same. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm grinding to get to a certain place. Mm-hmm. Look, let's. Do you believe that that pain is a prerequisite for success? I do. Wow, you gotta talk about that. Yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, I, I don't that, like it. Yeah, I, I don't like it. I, yeah, one hundred percent. Everything cost. Mm. Everything costs. Now, the currency that you use to pay the price is different. So, some things cost the currency of time. You got to be willing to pay that price. Mm. Um, some things cost the currency of money. You got to be able to pay that. Be willing to pay that price. So when I say pain, I don't mean trauma. You know what I mean? I don't think that you got to go through trauma to to experience success, which is maximizing your potential area, your character, your competence. I don't think that. But I do feel like it's that John Maxwell law of sacrifice. Some stuff you got to give up to go up. Mm. And um, and giving up some stuff hurts. Yeah, it's pain. But it goes back to what I said earlier. It's choosing your heart. Do I want the pain of keeping this? And staying the same, or what, am I willing to deal with the pain of giving this up, so that in the future, right? I give this up and I feel pain temporarily, so I can feel pleasure long term. Yeah. When it comes to me maximizing my potential and things of that nature, I think I'm gonna tell y'all something. It's gonna sound like super, I don't know, optimistic or whatever. I believe everybody has a degree of genius in them. Yeah, I agree with that. I yeah, agree. me too. Yeah. That genius exists in different areas, yeah. but I believe everybody has a degree. Yeah. I also believe, though, one of the reasons that genius is not realized is because people don't understand price you have to pay to unlock. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta say more about yeah, that. Yeah, that's so yeah. good. All, all, all that is, all genius is, is potential, mm-hmm. right? That needs to be unearthed, excavated, developed, et cetera. And so, like, we were just having a conversation prior to this podcast. I was talking since we got, and um, I was talking about, yo, the difference between good and great at something, skill. Like, you can take a basketball player, they can be tall, fast, athletic, Mm -hmm. and they can be good because of that. They don't have the skill. But the difference between the good and the greats is they've taken that natural ability that they got, that's only a gift from God, and then they put in the work, they paid the price of time. So when everybody else is going out doing whatever, yeah. they in the gym. Yeah. When everybody else is doing whatever, they getting up shots. When everybody's using their free time to do whatever, they're putting the work in. And so I kind of feel like that is something that's it's unfortunate. But the truth of the matter is there's a degree of genius that's not unlocked. It's people using basketball analogy don't understand the importance of getting shots, shots up. Especially now, like in the social media age, yeah, it's like all the perf- all the energy is invested on the brand, the marketing, the imagery, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here saying that's important, but you still need to be good. Yeah, yeah you got to be good. Yeah. You got to put in the work to be mm-hmm. good. Yeah, and that that costs, man. It costs recreation, some recreational stuff you got to give up. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes it, it costs 
It costs you some habits that you like, wasting time and things of that particular yeah. nature. But yeah, man, to to give up, to go up, you got to give up. And Pains I think it's, it's because um, they they don't market work. People don't market work. You don't brand work. You brand results. Yeah, like it's like yeah, I'm um, going after this. Like let's yeah. market this. Let's this looks pretty aesthetically. And it's like no, you have to. You got to put in some hard labor. It's like you got to grind. It costs grind. It costs grit. And I know for me, um, when I started like my first business years ago, I was a new mother. Uh, I was a new mother of a newborn. And I was like, I want something that I've never had before. And I know in order for me to do it, I'm going to have to do some things that I'm, I've never done. But it's like, it has to be in you. And that's the thing. People want other people's success. But it's like, you not saying, please don't cancel me, y'all. Not saying that you won't Hello. ever get here. <laughs> but it's like, you don't have what it takes. Or, or, or yeah, or you won't do, or you won't do what it takes Yeah, yeah. or you won't do what it takes. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, that's one of those things. So I, I think the card, I know you don't like that, but yeah, there's, it's, there is a degree of sacrifice. sacrifice. Yeah, it, I think the thing is, I think people, and, and I, and I really, you know, if our audience, they listening and they're really tuned in. I, I really want to ask this, do people I guess I want to ask this. Are you trying not to get canceled? No, 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 okay. no. You already done that part. <laughs> uh, yeah, I going to say that. I really want to, because can you give up the wrong thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Absolutely. Sometimes we think we have to give, like, I've seen this happen. No lie. Imagine this. I've seen, I'm telling you, I had a friend once who they became saved, right? And all of a sudden, because they were saved, they stopped associating with us. Mm. Like literally, like I got to be locked in with church. I got to be X, mm -hmm. Y, Z. I can't do this with you no more. I'm saying, yo, that doesn't mean like you gave this up, and now to this day, we're not we're not cool. But now they're back doing what they were doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think they didn't want to be your friend. Yeah. Yeah. But, but my point is, they thought they had to get this <laughs> they up. They yeah, had no, to that's, get a great, up. that's a great example because they were like they were chasing this successful Christian life yeah. mm. and they realize that you still you still don't experience the same things right yeah. how do you help people navigate through that piece yeah well I think you got two two potential scenarios with that so let's say if a person I, I know we aren't talking about this but let's say a person's new to their faith and they feel like okay I kind of need to isolate myself for a season to establish myself yeah. I kind of respect that you yeah. know I mean if they're condemning other people like you yeah, heathens, cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah. you heathens, I got to get away from you heathens. That's different than, yo, this is new for me. Yeah, I feel like my faith is fragile right now. I want to pivot hard in a different direction. So I need to kind of separate myself for a season to be able to do that. Or I might need to separate myself, period. I think that is completely different than, great point, but I think it's completely different than, um, a situation where a person is sacrificing something that shouldn't be sacrificed and doesn't have, have to, be, to sacrificed be sacrificed yeah. for you to be successful. Yeah. I think that's the key. I've walked through that in my own life. I've seen countless people in my line of work mm -hmm. uh, walk through that also. It's not just sacrifice, man. It's strategic sacrifice. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like, so I don't agree that you got to destroy your body to win. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. that's a cultural norm. Like I'll sleep when I'm dead, when I'm dead. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to be dead quicker. Yeah. Right. You don't get sleep. Yeah, it's facts, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so that, like that, that, that's something I don't think you have to sacrifice. Um, I don't think you have to sacrifice 
parental responsibility, mm-hmm. um, marital responsibility. And uh, that's something I'm speaking from from experience. Many people heard my story about how there was a three year period with my youngest son where I was present, but I wasn't present. So uh, by that, I mean, I was so invested in other things that had so much stuff going on. Physically, I was checking off the list, but emotionally, I didn't have the energy to actually engage. Oh, wow. And so I'm at games, but I'm like texting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, when they talking, when he was talking, I was listening, but I wasn't because I was always doing something. Mm-hmm. And so what I what I want to do is like I'm telling people you don't have to. I made that mistake for three years. Thankfully, I was able to catch it after three years. But you don't have to go down that path to maximize your potential and your character and your competence. And if you do, you're going to be satisfied with the success anyway. that's where a lot of people kind of get it confused is that because they don't know how to identify or prioritize what is it that I have to give up so just practically what are some things that you think people can do to identify like what do I need to give up to be successful yeah now some of these I'm about to give you some but some of these they create scars mm-hmm. yeah all right mm-hmm. okay okay you have to one thing is you have to give up relationships that you feel like trigger regression. Mm. Mm. There are some relationships that are, tr- people don't, they like trigger relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, when I get around this person, it triggers, it might trigger something in you that you want to stay buried and under control. Right. And it might trigger mediocrity. It might trigger wasting time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, uh, and so I feel like that's one of the things that people really don't kind of think about. Um, it's going to be tough for some people to hear. There's some recreation you have to give up. The car doesn't want to do that. Yeah, I'm not saying all recreation. Yeah. You but definitely it's like, need to give up. Yeah, that. if a person, it's going to be incredibly difficult mm-hmm. to become amazing at any skill. Yeah. If you're using all your free time yeah. doing recreational Recre- stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, I play video games, you know, I'm, yeah. I, I wish I was playing them right now. Yeah. So I play video games and whatever. So I believe in that. But. There's no way you become great at something without being willing to use your free time in a way where you're investing it and not just enjoying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. Right and my thing is, if you're willing to invest it for a season, yeah. you can enjoy it for, for a lifetime. lifetime. You get yeah. to control your schedule and, and, and pick yeah. what you want to do. And if you want to go to Turks and Caicos. Like chastity. <laughs> yeah. And flip over. <laughs> you know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Come a little gassy, you know. <laughs> really, the car. Okay. The car. You said something about that offline. That was it. Was mean, but it was really funny. It was. I didn't. I didn't think about that. About you, you about smell she, like gas. She was smelling like that. Walking around, people smelling like <laughs> premium <laughs> diesel. That was it. Is that chest of Miss Diesel over there? Miss <laughs> Diesel, I'm strong. I see you over there. <laughs> Quiet. Take the socks with gas on. <laughs> man (laughs) that's interesting but yeah so i think uh there's some relationships there's some recreation you got to give up and then the third thing i'll say is there's some resources you got to give up really i'm amazed at how many people money 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 Money. yep 
money. I feel like I'm amazed that our tendency <laughs> to invest like in clothes, but not in ourselves. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the difference. Yeah. I think I mentioned this earlier. Difference between good and great is skill. Yeah. And that requires an investment. Yes. Yeah. Like to learn to think. And now with the self-education industry. What? Mm -hmm. You can learn things that you need to know to perfect a skill at your own pace from the comfort of your own home. But it does require an investment. And like, I'm OK with that. Yeah. You know, because I feel like. It trains you. On how to value what's actually valuable, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, um, in your life. And so, yeah, there's some there's some scars with that. I remember when I was at seminary, when I made the decision not to go to law school, but to go to seminary. Rough. I moved from Mississippi to New Jersey. Something happened with my housing. So I had to go to a dorm. And I was married. Oh. Uh -huh. so I had to go to a dorm room. My wife was coming later, but something happened with our housing. So I was in Alexander Hall, Princeton Theological Seminary, and we had no air. Oh, wow. I wonder if they got air in Alexander right now. <laughs> <laughs> there was no air. Yo, That's crazy. Yes. So I'm there. At Princeton, no at air. Princeton, no Mary. job. Princeton Seminary. Listen, no job. I'm at seminary. My in-laws. So my uncle buys me a car. My uncle was an entrepreneur. Had a, he bought me a car. So mm -hmm. that's how I was able to get around, a truck. My in-laws helped move me to New Jersey. So I'm there in the end of summer, at the end of summer, going into the fall. Then it gets cold. I'm from Mississippi. I don't have any coats, coats or anything like that. Couldn't afford one. Sweater, nothing. I was interning at this church in the inner city in Trenton. And that was an old deacon. He's in heaven now. He became a friend of my family. Who one day, in the most honoring way, he didn't even make me feel like charity. He was like, what you doing tomorrow evening? I was like, nothing. He says, I want you to meet me at Burlington Coat Factory. I'm going to get you a coat. Wow. That was, that was That's how I got my first coat. Wow. We, my first son, uh, Seth, had government milk. Welfare. Our, there's a mission, a local mission that our church support some, several, but there's one uh, not too far from our church that we support now. That's where we got our, our furniture from. My yes. kitchen table was a card table, table you play cards on from Walmart. Wow. That's what we ate Easter dinner on. It, it costs. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying you. that's going to be everybody's story. Yeah. yeah. But man, I was so, I can't even tell you as a husband, like, the way I felt with that, yeah. I felt so less than. I felt embarrassed that my in-laws had to move me. So I don't married your daughter. Yeah. And you got to pay my cell phone bill. Bro. Yeah. That was, I was so, all because I felt like God telling me to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, that, that sounds so sacrilegious. It's just all that because I feel like God's telling me to like follow this dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was so embarrassed, man. Yeah. And then you know, my wife eventually has to, because 911 happened the year I started seminary. Okay. My wife has to leave her job and she's up there with me. She left a, a, a condo on the golf course in Biloxi, Mississippi, because she's a software engineer by trade. Mm. She had a great job working for the Stennis, working at the Stennis Space Center in like Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. So she has this condo on the golf course. She leaves and comes up and gets on welfare with me. She's never been on welfare in her life. So 
people might see whatever they think in this season, but don't know. Bars you had to endure to get there. Man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I still feel that. Like, to talk about that, like, I feel the emotions, the embarrassment. Yeah. The embarrassment. Like, New Jersey had this work requirement for food stamps. So I, because I was a full-time student, couldn't get the food stamps. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't read the work requirement. Yeah, that's how it is in college. Oh, it is? In different places. So yeah. I couldn't make, so my wife was at the apartment at that time. And I remember going in, getting rejected, sitting back in my truck crying while I went home. Because I had to go home and say, we can't even get food stamps. Mm. All because I'm trying to follow God and chase this dream. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, don't want, I don't want people to feel like this is being ostentatious or arrogant. But if you believe God put something in you, it's okay to bet on you. Yeah. Yeah. Bet on you. I bet on me. I bet on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't, I was just confident in me. I was confident in what I felt like you put in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew I had other options. So if I'm chasing this dream, this must be a God dream for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, it costs, it was rough. It was tough, but it was worth it. So do I want to go through that again? No. Do I hope anybody has to go through that? No. But if it means if not going through that means that I wouldn't learn what I've learned or become who I became as a result of that, then I, I, I got to do it all over again. Yeah. I would do it all over again if I had to. All over again. Yeah. I had to. No doubt. No question. No hesitation. The stuff I learned. Yeah. Like the way Princeton shaped me and shaped my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I don't even think I would be here doing this podcast if it wasn't for that. I think Princeton trains. I don't, I don't know how good they are at training practitioners. They train thought leaders, though. Mm. Yeah. And God knew I needed that experience. It cost, though. Woo. Yeah. That's good I tell there. You what, Princeton did train because you ain't had no air and we got no air up here. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. They so showed they them. Oh, they're trying to work in the heat. These conditions. Because <laughs> they're sweating. Yeah. We emotional. Because you decided oh, not to be met like yeah. we're going to go, be Reverend Ike. And this is a strong survival success right now for being a part of this dance dance podcast. We don't have no air. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. See, so, some of them don't understand what you're talking about oh, yeah, because I, yeah. I was going to law school, everybody. That's yeah. why he said I should have been Matt. You said it though. Yeah. yeah. You said it. Oh, I did say that. Okay, great. Wow. 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 Hey, but success has scars. But um, if you sacrifice the right thing, yeah, then it's worth it. It's strategic sacrifice man but we man i hope this added value to people's life i want to talk about success from a from an angle i feel like it's just not talked about yeah. a lot and those are the things that i feel like people kind of need to be prepared for there's some relational dynamics you gotta prepare to deal with some recreational dynamics and, dynamics and you gotta be willing resources. to bet on yourself i like that that's that, that was, was the word it right, right there. there oh yeah you bet yeah, on yourself, yourself. Yeah. it's like don't expect anyone else to to see inside of you what's inside yeah. you. Yeah. One Better yourself. Thousand percent. Well, man, listen, thank y'all so much for just saying this conversation. And man, I'm excited about I'm excited about just hopefully like the feedback that we get. 
from this and in the way that it hopefully prepares people for what God has prepared for them. Coming up next is one of my favorite parts of the show. It's the Ask Dr. Darius section where I answer questions that have come in from our audience. I want you to stay tuned. Hold on. We'll be right back right here on the Darius Dance Podcast. Well, everybody, welcome to the Ask Dr. Darius section of the Darius Daniels podcast, where I answer questions from our audience. Listen, if you've got a question that you want me to answer on this show, you can email that question to podcast at DariusDaniels.com. Podcast at DariusDaniels.com. Hey, don't just email questions. Also, send us your feedback. Uh, let us know. If this podcast is serving you well, we love to hear from you. Now, listen, we got a few questions that have come in this week. I'm going to toss it over to Dakari first. He's going to get us started. All right. We got a question uh, from Gina from Alabama. Gina says, if you could get advice from just one historical figure, who would it be? What would the conversation be like? All right. So that's a good one, Gina. <laughs> yeah. All right, so obviously Jesus, but let's let's pick somebody besides Jesus. All right, <laughs> yeah. um, Miles Monroe. Ooh. Oh, I love him. Yep. And the reason I say Miles Monroe is because I feel like I kind of resonate with his ability to be in multiple spaces. Yeah. So like he could be in church one day speaking at a church, and then the next day he could be speaking to the British Parliament. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like um, I don't know. I have an affinity toward him and that kind of flexibility and fluidity to do multiple things. And I feel like he's just such like a thought leader on so many different subjects. Yeah. You know how sometimes you go to one person cause they're like an expert in this thing. Yeah. Um, you go to Miles Monroe, you would go to Miles Monroe about anything, mm -hmm. you know? And so we had some differences. Like there are some things theologically we didn't, I don't agree um, with him on, but that would be him. And it would just be me asking him questions um, <laughs> that's what the conversation would be like me asking him questions about like, all right, what steps did you take to become who you became? Yeah. Like, I want to know what you were reading, who you were listening to, yeah. how often, how frequently were you doing it? What systems did you have in place to do all the different kinds of things that you do well? Yeah. And, um, try to figure out what could I take and apply to my own life? Miles Monroe. Mm, that's good. Good. Yeah. good. I still watch your stuff on YouTube. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's great content. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, okay. Well, Lewis wants to know uh, what he said. He's seen your Instagram and he said that you, it had been a while since you had been in your therapy. And uh, I think he's talking about your video games. Oh, he yeah. <laughs> um, and he said, uh, because you do so much, if you could remove one thing from your daily schedule, what would you remove and why? Mm. <laughs> well, I know what I would remove, but I shouldn't remove it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what I would remove though. Are you going to tell Every us? day? Yeah. Some of my daily schedule, I'll probably remove the working out. Really? Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Okay. I want to have energy and I want to be focused and I want to be fit. So I do it. And um, I like the results of doing it, but I don't like doing it. I, would, I could do something else with that hour and a half every day. Mm -hmm. Wow. Hour and a half? Hour and a half. So I'll probably play more video games. 
or something. I'm not, I don't even know if I would be doing anything. That probably contradicts everything I just talked yeah. about. Paying the price. Yeah. I've been yeah. paying the price, people, since I was 16. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it would it would be that. Would that would be you, the one thing. Would you get you a Peloton instead? And Absolutely not. No Peloton, okay. no biker shorts. Okay. No. Um, so what, so what, do you, what do you wear when you work out? <laughs> not biker shorts. That's so funny. <laughs> so you would remove I would working, working out. out. Yeah, that would be the one thing I would remove from yeah. wow. from my yeah. from my schedule. Okay. All right. Guess I got the final question. Yes, you do. Final question comes from Big Al from Philly. All right. <laughs> Big Al says <laughs> That sounds like a Philly name too. Yeah. Big Al says, uh, have you ever dined and dashed at a restaurant? Have you ever dined? No. Really? No, absolutely not. I'm, Definitely not. Uh, okay, so here's the first thing. Are you telling the truth? I I'm thought it was a 1, no cap 1, 000, It's a no cap community, and one thousand percent I'm telling the truth. Okay. Here's the thing: y'all have to go. To, I'm gonna do something. Maybe, maybe <laughs> this year where I get y'all some video of Kill Michael Mississippi. So once everybody's don't email us about this, but once everybody <laughs> in my circle is vaccinated, it's like so my mom's already vaccinated. My dad's got his first shot. Some people are going to write us and say it's against your constitution. It's your yeah. constitutional mm -mm. right yeah. to not be vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Your constitutional right. Yeah. All right, bro. All right. Listen, if you guys email us about that, we will bring it to the show. Yeah, and so, put your name out there. And put your name no. out there. We're going to do it. He's not yeah. here, but uh, Dari no, and I are definitely no. going to yeah. do it. So, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to go see my parents. Okay, and uh, I want to get some footage of Miss of Kill Michael Mississippi for y'all. Okay, because I want you to see what I'm talking. There was no restaurants. Oh, there's no restaurant in my city. Uh, you had to get food from a gas station. So you go in. It's a gas station. You go oh, inside the store. I like gas. Station. Right, and then there's, so I'm not hating on gas station food. Somebody, I, I am. <laughs> so I'm not hating on gas station food. But this is what I'm saying. Seriously, you go into the store. And there's like a little area of the store where they got like burgers, fries, chicken tenders or whatever. So that was the only restaurant in my city. When McDonald's opened up in another city that was like 11 miles from town, that was 11 miles from mine. I grew up in Kilmichael, Mississippi. McDonald's opened up in one on the Mississippi when I was a senior in high school. You would have thought that Disneyland came. Wow. That was the only restaurant we had. Yeah. Other than that, we had to go to a place like Shoney's in... Grenada, Mississippi. And yeah, Listen, don't play with it. And that was, that was with my parents. And then by the time I got to college, I just had, I don't know. Um, well, I, you know, college, God is good. He is. And his grace and mercy. <laughs> it endures forever. It endures forever. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we'll just leave that season in that season. Yeah. But no, <laughs> I haven't dined in Dash. Wow. But you know what? I'm interested to know because this is a good question. Dakari, have you ever done dash? Yeah, several times. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was out. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, what I kind of host do I have on this podcast? You know that's stealing, right? Yeah, it is. And I, and I did it. I did it when I was younger. I remember being in Miami on spring break. We had to go TGI Fridays. I'm sorry. Yeah. We, had to, oh. we, had to, we had to get up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then also, I've done it when it when they've taken too long. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Look, I've really been here like 30 minutes waiting on this bill. It's obvious you don't care if I pay. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. It's like, you have no desire you to come no back over here and get this shit. Yeah, you, yeah. Wow. Time. Wow. I, 
I'm trying to be successful. I you know what I'm saying? I'm trying, you know, and the sacrifice is on you this time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that on it. Yeah, but you have too, right? Obviously. I have. Yeah. I actually have. Um, but you know, I think one instance when I had to do it, it's like we ain't had the money. It was like, oh my mom thought she had everything. She didn't. She's like, all right, y'all. One yeah. by one. Yeah, going mom. to the bathroom. Yeah. And who's out. So yeah. wow. sometimes people have to do that depending on, you yeah. know, you never do know not- the situation. But Dan- don't, the Darius Daniels podcast us. does not condone dining and dashing. We don't. No. Dine, no. but don't dash. Yeah. <laughs> she goes to a good steakhouse, baby. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you never had a good one, but buying oh. the best one. <laughs> Which one is the best one? The best one. I don't know. You just oh. buying the one in your city. Buying one oh. in your city. Oh. Dine and dash. <laughs> but we didn't tell you to do that. No. Uh-uh. Please don't email us about this, guys. Yeah. We're just playing. Uh, but Maybe. you are serious. Listen, do email <laughs> us your questions, though. Email them to podcast at DariusDaniels.com. And um, listen, who knows? Maybe we're answering your question on the Ask Dr. Darius section of the Darius Daniels podcast. Listen, it's our honor to come to you with this podcast. We're so glad to have you as a part of our family. We want you to stay connected like, download, share this podcast. We're excited about adding the YouTube element this year for those of you who like to see it visually so you can check it out on YouTube. But man, spread the word because we want to help as many people as possible in their faith, in their life, and in their dealings with culture with these conversations of transformation. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Darius Daniels Podcast. Take care. to the Darius Daniels Podcast, part of the Relevant Podcast Network. For more great content from Dr. Darius, including his books, sermons, and more, check out DariusDaniels.com. Also, be sure to follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And for more podcasts at the intersection of faith and culture, check out the Relevant Podcast Network, featuring shows like The Relevant Podcast, Unedited, and more launching throughout the year. Find out more by clicking podcasts at relevantmagazine.com. Relevant Podcast Network.